Well, what a massive day for Minna Fandom. Double recording for me. Recorded a lovely episode with Lauren Lynn only a couple of hours ago. And now I'm back for part two of this week with my favourite co-host, Red, when he turns up. How are you? Your favourite. You say you said your favourite? Yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't feel like your favourite after this week. I certainly don't. But thank you. Why I'm not? Just, I'm happy to be here. What? You've been flirting with every girl at the dance. What are you doing? You're dancing with everybody this week. You got another show? Well, what are you? I mean, what are you doing? Well, You're batting your eyes at everybody. I'm a jealous lover who, over here. Okay, so um, I mean, I, we'll get into that. So um, you know, obviously, I went on VD show Minahandum. Um, you know, uh-huh. you know the story. He's wanted to come on this show for for weeks. Sure. I I feel honestly that VD and I have sort of we're done. I mean. We had a great run. Uh, he left, you know, he broke my heart. And, you know, once you do that, you can never kind of go back. And, look, I, you know, no great thing in me going on in a handum. I mean, when Montante's World started, I went on because I said it to Lauren earlier. I don't think I can be there going, I want Mina fan content. And then when people ask me on their shows, say no. So, um, yeah, I don't think you should feel bad. You know, we're back here recording. I see you as my, um, you know, best best partner, best fit. Oh. oh, okay. All right. I just I got a little jealous. I didn't uh, I didn't listen to the show with VD. I missed it. I must have uh, for some reason I didn't listen to that. So it must have been good though. I, I didn't hear anything, but I'm sure it was good. Um, uh, it was I, okay. I mean, I didn't have as much fun as I do when I record with you. He's a bit oh. low energy. He's fucking God oh. freak. Uh, you know, he wants to talk about shit that I'm not interested in, like Florio and stuff. I mean, good luck to him. He should do his own show and do it the way he wants. Um, but there's no reason you should feel envious. I mean, your biggest problem is telling the fucking time. Um, That's not true. That's not true. Well, again, you were like seven minutes late. Today. I wasn't seven minutes late. I've been, I've been here. I've been back. You had held me backstage that entire time. It was unbelievable. But <laughs> it, it is what it is. That's fine. That's totally fine. So, I mean, you've had a great week. It's also been a great week at KMS too. Are, are, are you? Have you? Have you shot all your KMS takes out? Like, no. So you got any so energy let, for me now? Come absolutely, on. I got so much energy for you. Um, take your pants off, buddy. Um, oh, figure, oh. Met- metaphorically. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. let's so. taking care of business. So um, we're still sort of in that. I, I, you know, so just yeah, as I said, VD and I had a good run. I'm glad Minna Handem's on the network. Um, whatever. Um, but you know, Minna Fandom's where my heart is. Um. I think we vibe I, I, better. Can I, can we we ask, vibe I, better. I, and I understand that. But when you say Minahandum, so, but it was, you recorded it, didn't you? You recorded it? Oh, no. No, I just said to, to VD beforehand, should we use my stream yard or yours? He said it doesn't matter. So I, I was sort of, he, he billed me as guest producer. I, I prearranged, I said to him, okay, we'll put it, I'll put it on my podcast feed. Um, again, oh. I'm a fan first guy. You know, yeah. I know you didn't hear it, but I put a disclaimer at the front telling listeners this is not Mina fandom. I was very clear. I said if you're one of the the many that don't like VD, just skip this. I'll be back later in the week. And and I have been back later in the week and, and read not with one episode but two episodes. Uh-huh. You know, Mina Lady, diversity quote has gone up, and then now part two. So no complaints. Yeah, I mean that's true. I did. I really did enjoy the Lauren Lynn episode. I did. I that was what I was doing. Actually, I was getting my listen in as long as I could because I I really love Lauren. Uh, you guys have great chemistry together. It sounded like a great show. 
Um, I would love, you know, if we, maybe we can get more time with her. Or maybe we could share you. I don't know how we would do it, but as long as I, I, I just said to her, time, it's hard to tee up three schedules. Um, sure. and she, so, you know, that's why I did it. It is hard to tee up three schedules. So um, it's hard enough just getting you and I on the same schedule. Um, the one thing I did say, and, and I want to know if you're on board with this, just this is just the last <clears> bit of taking care of business. Maybe there's one more bit actually, um, where I, you know, I sort of, you know, I'm starting a ballot. Um, I want to be Kirk's tour producer because Dave Cullinane has said he can't do the seven shows in seven nights or have to take his family. So, you know, I'm starting a campaign for me to be Kirk's road producer. Um, Lauren was encouraging. Um, VD was encouraging even. So I'd like, you know, are you on board with that idea? I mean, um, that is the perfect guest spot. You know, fly in, produce seven shows in a week. It's amazing. I, I am fully on board with this take. I think this would be great. I would love to get you in this position. And I listen, I have a lot of sway. So I can I can talk to my people and see if we can make this happen. But here's what I worry about, Menders, is you as a producer, you know, in the States, you're gonna know how to get around, how to get this thing set up, the logistics. Absolutely not. This will be perfect for Kirk because he wants madness. So okay. brings in an Aussie producer who's never produced a live show in America. Um, it would be hilarious, but I, I can't imagine it's too hard plugging a microphone in a speaker and then watching Kirk talk into said microphone. <laughs> you think you can handle that? I think you can handle I that. I think I can handle that. Yeah, um, that's true. I would love that. That would be fantastic. Regardless, you're going to come, right? You're, you're going to be coming to this either way, I assume. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, August is looking really good. August okay. is looking really good for menace to the Midwest. Spread your wings. Yeah, like fly. I can fly straight from Sydney to Dallas, sure. one flight, and then from there, just wherever. You know, if we go to Wink, Texas, wherever we want to go from there, um, you know, if I'm in charge of the tour, um, fucking it'll be amazing. What, what, what would be your spot if you were to do this, right? What would be a spot that you would go next on this, this tour, as you would say? Uh, I don't actually know because, you know, Kirk wants the really tiny places and, mm. you know, that's not something I've ever done in the States. I've more gone to the, the big city. So I've been to Chicago, I've been to Milwaukee, I've been to Minneapolis, um, you know, so I know these areas, but I've never actually gone on the road. But, yeah, wherever Kirk wants to go, I will make it happen. And, you know, Kirk was talking about having Justin his, as his producer. I mean, that would be the biggest mistake no. in the history of the universe. Come on. No, no, no. Um, no, because not only can Justin help with the production, but he's a fantastic bodyguard at live shows. You he know could be I'm... my assistant. He could be my assistant for sure. I, I can't because I can't see you being in charge of crowd control. No, no, and I'll not, need personal security yeah, as well. Yeah, you'll need personal security. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. So, yeah, so I'm involved with that. So thank you for coming on the ballot. Um, I'm not I'm joking. Gonna... I'm not joking. If Kirk said you could do this. it, I will do it. And the other thing is I've made a play. I want to if do a Jerry show. I want to produce one of Jerry's shows because what's the difference between Montante being in New Jersey and me being in Sydney? doesn't matter. It's just teeing up the time difference again. Um, I can't I I believe turn... that happened. I can't I th- believe. I think, I, could, <laughs> I think I could turn the Jerry Callahan podcast around. How is this? How is it a random, a random a parody account sends that question in? I, I don't know where that came from. The Montante idea. We talk about it, joke about it, and then it actually freaking happened. How does this happen? What, I know. Who did Carano decide this? There's no way that. I mean, um, 
I mean, I've I've said a few things, but firstly, uh, I, I enjoyed the fact that Jerry made fun of Montante because did you hear that when he said because you're fat you should get the vaccine? That was a great <laughs> Jerry moment. That was a he was like your mum's right. You're in a high risk category. Look how fat you are or something. Um, so that was a great Jerry moment. But then you know, I've, you know, I mean, if someone sends Jerry audio of the the. 50 racist things Montante said on his own podcast. He'll never be on another show. So that can't last very long. No, no, that's not good. And and Lord knows guys like to go at Jerry for, for that too. So uh, between those two, they would spend a lot of time on Getter if they could using that word. Um, I, I think I could turn the Jerry Callahan podcast around. I, listen, it can only, it can only go up from here. I mean, he can't even hold on to Carano. So yeah. And, and my idea was Jerry goes to once a week. I said it to Lauren, and I'm not going to say it again, but I think he should just go to once a week, one, one show least, a week. I, yeah, I, I'd say you'd have to go. I don't think you can do Jerry more than twice a week. Maybe you do like one show and then one bonus show on whatever, you mm. know what I mean, on, on Patreon, but you can't do more than that. It's He's too doing too much now. He's you know, Not even Kirk um, could sustain that level of content. No. Um, all right, and last bit of taking care of business. On the last show, because you were late, we ran out of time, and the parody account, mm. Phil McCooch, had a question that we didn't Love get to. Phil. So yeah. unlike um, Kirk and Cullinane and that, I value my audience, so we're not going to forget about this. My guarantee means something. The manners guarantee actually means something. So Phil McCooch has asked this question. <laughs> out yeah. of all KMS parody accounts, who would be the best fit to be a regular personality on the show, excluding yourselves from the made-up scenario. Now, do you remember this one? I do remember this one. Do you have answers? I've got answers. Do you want to think about it? I'm going to think about it. I'm going to let you go first. All right. I'm so see where you go with. I, I'm a Ted Sellers guy, so I, I'd love to see Ted have a regular segment, um, you know, like rolling on in with Ted Sellers or something. Um, so, yeah, Ted Sellers, I think, is a genuine talent, and I'm sad he's not more part of the world. Then uh, you're not going to like this one, but I wouldn't mind just a five-minute Visionless Dave Investigate segment. Where, no, why wouldn't I like that? There's nothing wrong with that. Because you hate him. You just no, think that's you not hate true him. at all. You two hate him. each other. It's, no. It's no, visceral. No, 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 no. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, that sort of five, ten minutes a week of him would just add to the world because he'd, you know, unearth a few things under the rocks. Um, would, he, uh, would he add, like, some of his sports bets too? Could we get some? Of I that? don't know. Some that, would be a, that would be some a nice, boring Florio takes. Um, well, be a, it would be a nice addition. He'd call in, give us the spread. Mm. Just something to consider maybe in the fall. Yeah, so a, a Visionless Dave segment. And then I was sort of – the third one, I was sort of throwing a few balls up in the air. I thought Tim and Canton could do something calls-related every week or maybe a history segment every week. Um, yeah. I thought um, David from Hull maybe could do something. Um, but that, that was sort of where I came to with this, the personalities. What about you? Oh, I, I need – those are all guys I would have – guys and gals I would have on my list for sure. You'd get the middle ladies in there too. What I would like to see, um, I would like to see the better than you better than it used to be boys. I want to see Gig and mm. Tony in there. Like do a combo. Um, maybe if it's a one off, doesn't matter to me. But I think those guys are pretty interesting. They got great uh great inside humor between the two of them, great jokes, great accents. I think them those two guys and Kirk would really meld well together. So I think you get better than it used to be guys in there. What about a segment like educating Kirk? Because Kirk can't do simple tasks. He always mm -hmm. pays them, 
pays people to do them for him. And look, as someone who would happily pay someone to change a light bulb, I'm I'm yep. with Kirk on that. But maybe there'd be a sort of fun segment where they come in and say, "All right, Kirk, you know, here's how you change a tire, or here's how you use a barbecue, or um, yeah, something like that. Here's how you plug a microphone in, and, and you know, make a sort of Kirk as a guest on better than it used to be." You're speaking my language. I've had this conversation, I think, with Gig a couple of times. We were talking about it when uh, Kirk had mentioned on one of the shows. Take it camping. Well, oh my so, God, yeah, just Kirk go into the wild the for a couple thing. of nights. But also, too, he mentioned, uh, you know, he doesn't. He's never mowed a lawn. He's never touched a lawnmower. So they would mm. like take them, take him through how to do it, like from soup to nuts. Thought that was a pretty fun thing. I don't know if Kirk would ever <laughs> do that. But he'd be awesome on video too. So easily could do something like that with those guys. Those yep, are great so- options. Well, anyway, great stuff. Thanks, Phil Makuch, whoever you are behind that parody account. For Thank you, out. Phil I value, I value all the audience um, interaction. All the yep. I'm glad we could get to it. All right. So you're right. I got, look, I got, I got lots of show takes. Um, so KMS show one for the week was an all-time classic um, with the Mark Judson. I, I guess the things that jumped out to me was Kirk saying to Cullinane, if you don't get Fred Couples, you're fired. Do you think he's going to hold himself to that? No, the minute can guarantee means nothing. But that means nothing. um, It just shows where Kirk's head's at. I think there's some things annoying Kirk. And uh, did you see the the tweet, Kirk? Just his last tweet, which I'll bring up. And this is something you know. There's something to this, Kirk Minahan. This is 11 hours ago. I have to say, an all-time baffling performance by Cullinane during an interview for the case yesterday, swearing repeatedly at a 62-year-old childhood trauma doctor who couldn't have been nicer. I'm still confused. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. He's the best. Cullinane's the best. He, he, all he does is create content oh my God. with his okay. stupidity. I mean, what criticism Lauren Lynn leveled is you're just a fucking um, rim job um, for Cullinane. <laughs> Come on. I criticize him. I'll criticize him anytime. If there's something that comes up that needs to be criticized, I will certainly do that. But you get everybody, you have to love his ability to make fun of himself, be an idiot, curse at somebody, lose his mind for no reason, call it a botch spot a hundred times. The man is, he's, comedic genius and he no, doesn't he even was, know it he was he cer- know. Kirk's certainly getting annoyed at some of it though oh yes absolutely and that's going to be even better when Kirk actually gets annoyed and it's going to be even better mm. I mean it's, it's um, perfect mm. and then, then you know you and I discussed on our last show uh, that uh, I thought um, Cullinane was serious, seriously sensitive about the Trump call. And then Kirk echoed my sentiments uh, on the show of saying to Dave, uh, bringing that up again randomly out of nowhere. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that just sprung just sprung my ears up. Every, that's every next, time. That's not an expression, by the way, springing your ears up, but whatever. I, as soon as I hear <laughs> the reference, as soon as I hear anything <laughs> from Minifandom, as soon as I hear it, I get so excited. I can't wait to DM you. I have to wait till you wake up. But, oh, I love it every single time. There's always one or two things from one of these shows that gets into that show, even though they don't acknowledge it at all. Um, mm. Phenomenal. Well done. Yeah. So I uh, love Dave, um, but, boy, I think I was onto something there. Uh, Kirk said he might stay past 2024. Uh, I've said that many times. I don't think Kirk's going anywhere. And I said to Lauren, I, I tried to sort of fast forward. What would it be like actually – to not have Kirk anymore, to not have him to listen to. 
I know. I don't know what, uh, you know, when you talked about refreshing the podcast app, that's exactly what we're all doing because we don't know when it's going to drop. And when you're at that, le- that level of addiction, you got to have it. I don't know what we would do without it. But I agree with you now. And I thought, it was, I thought this year was going to be the last year. I don't think there's any way that this year is the last year. I think things are going so well that there might be a little expansion. And I mean, Mike, Mike yeah. Manetsky might be coming back. Yes. I think Mike is coming in. And once I nail this tour, I mean, it's it's maybe it's going to be the, the start money. of a, a beautiful partnership as well, where Kirk and I do a lot more stuff together. Maybe you're living in the states permanently, Manners. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe he recruits you. Yeah, absolutely, if you can get me a green card. Yeah. You you um you'll enjoy the rest of the Lauren Lynn episode. By the way, I, I think that um you probably want about halfway through. You'll enjoy I got it. a little halfway through. I I loved it. Um, always great. I love it when you have guests come on here. I, you know, I like that this, I'm not the only one on this show. This is a phenomenal show. Like it's the best show breaking down KMS that's out there. Oh, Minif- fandom is. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. No doubt. Um, yeah. fucking not, not playing fucking Bob Dylan music and praying you fucking idiot. Holy um, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm crucified. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, Kirk said on show one that he was um, bored by at a theater near me now. And I think you and I have touched on this in the last few weeks that it was heading that way, that the show wasn't so bad. You can make fun of it, but it, um, you know, it was just not interesting. It's, it's hovering. It's hovering in that area for being able to make fun of it. Like I was listening to the show today that dropped and he was talking about Welch's fruit snacks and how that would go with a sandwich he would make or, He's trying to like pack a lunch with a bag of chips. And I tried to get something funny out of that. And even I couldn't come up with something funny to build on top of that. I don't, I think, I think the Clemmer's doing a good show and now it's going to hurt him because now he's not going to be talked about on KMS and be promoted because he's doing a good show. Yeah. um, I haven't listened. Um, I I, I listened to the Tim Ridgels episode, which was okay. That was Um, a good one. Tim did a really good job. I like the kind of curse. I like Tim. Yeah. Like, and Kirk doesn't like it when other people swear. I don't understand that. He's cursing up a storm all the time. But, you know, Tim's dropped a couple of F-bombs here and there. Give us that main flavor. He, the guy's from Lewiston. I mean, he's going to give you that. That's, that's mm. what we do. So I thought it was great. Speaking, speaking of hypocritical Kirk, um, oh, I, I found it was interesting when he started saying to about Clemmer that, oh, he just threw Carano under the bus and, you know, Car- Chris just abandoned Carano so easily. You know, I love it how Kirk shifted because, you know, Kirk was pushing so them apart, you yeah. know, the psychological warfare, and then now that it's happened, he pretends that, oh, it was all Chris abandoning Carano. And, yeah. and you know, it, it's certainly not that. What it is is Chris deciding that he'd rather hitch his wag- wagon to Kirk Minahan rather than Matt Carano. And Absolutely. Kirk Minahan should be smart enough to realise that the, the clamour made this a very smart decision. You know, Blind Mike decided to hitch his wagon to Craig and uh, Chris saw the folly of those ways and went, uh, I've got a chance with Kirk here. Uh, I'll throw Carano under the bus at the first chance I get. Yeah, and I was actually, you know what I was disappointed in is how good Kirk's rant on that, on Clemmer, was when Clemmer wasn't there. And then the next day when Chris was there, neither he nor Chris brought it up. And I didn't like that because I wanted I wanted Cullinane to play that sound. So, the, so here, here I am criticizing Cullinane. I wanted Cullinane to play that drop and then have them instantly react to it because I know Clemmer didn't want to swing at that pitch because he didn't want to get what Kirk was going to give him up next. Like, he doesn't want that. So I was disappointed that I didn't come up on the show. 
I agree. Actually, that's a huge miss by Cullinane. Right. Now, what was he doing, like, looking at 98.5 and EEI podcast for audio when he had some great audio right in front of him, you know, get you Karana dig, you to react to this. Yeah, and that, that was a big miss. I can't imagine Steve okay, missing well, out on a fastball down. down the middle like that. I mean, slow down. Let's not go that far, all right? But it was it was a miss. I'm saying should have had that drop, need them to react to that. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. I'd be curious to see what Chris thought, what he would have said. One thing I do think is Chris gets it. Like, he won't fall for the Minahan trap now. Like, this is a right. carefully laid little bear trap. And um, so, unfortunately, Cullinane, um, you know, didn't play the game with Kirk on this occasion. Um, uh, what else? Uh, uh, oh, just a quick one. I really want to read Guy Geller's book. Does that interest you? I would love to read Guy Geller's book. I hope that he actually shows up. I have my doubts that this is going to happen. I don't think, I don't think Geller's going to be there. I don't think. I think somebody got to him. Yeah, that's, that's a shame. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to buy his book. I mean, I've got Hungarian descent, all that stuff about him escaping the Nazis. Um, yeah. You know, I had family members who did exactly the same thing. So I think personally I'd get a lot of um, value out of it. Absolutely. And if Kirk recommends it, it must be good. Oh, it has to be, right? Did you enjoy The Fugitive again? Did you? Loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. I watched it um, yesterday. It was fantastic. I mean, I've seen it quite a few times before, but it's amazing. It just holds up so well. Absolutely. Now maybe I want to just go into a Harrison Ford action movie um, binge, you know, from the, the 90s. He did a, a ser- He did about six films in a row that were killer. Yeah, and the ladies loved them too. So it was easy to easy to get everybody in the box, you know, get at the movies because guys and girls wanted to get there. Mm. Ford was a fox, man. Jesus, probably still is. Yeah, it's like a guy. I'm not hate Star Wars. Now. Absolutely hate Star Wars. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, and I, I just don't want to point out the hypocrisy of Cullinane calling Carano a pussy because as soon as Dave Cullinane got a Barstool Sports email, and this is recycled from the Lauren show. I know, um, you're recycling he, your takes now. Yeah, he did turn into a pussy because I want to get your fucking reaction. Oh, like, you got to admit, Jesus. as soon as it was Dave Cullinane at oh, Barstool Sports, you know, when it was Dave Cullinane at the hits, it was a different Dave. Now it's... Pussy Dave Cullinane, and he shouldn't be criticizing Carano for you know, doing exactly what Dave listening, did. I was just listening to a podcast that you were on with Lauren Lynn, and you sounded you were giving so much more energy, and now you're hitting me with this. This is unbelievable. Giving energy? Are, what are you talking about? You gave her your very best, and now here you are, episode two, the same day, and here you are trying to trap me in some Cullinane. What is your criticism of Cullinane on this, Menace? No, well, I'm just saying he, he just should – it's the pot calling the kettle black. I mean, saying Carano was a pussy. I mean, Dave is a massive pussy. I mean, he's, he stopped responding to stuff from me. I mean, just because I throw a bit of criticism at him. Oh, little baby you had Dave. Him oh, you he's had got him a blocked. tiny little thin skin. Oh, oh yeah. did Kathy Cullinane not give you enough breast milk as I a baby? See, yeah, I can see Menners. Menners is not the one with the thin skin here. This is unbelievable, Menners. Nothing has changed. He's the same person. He treats fans well he stay he engages <laughs> he engages with the fans all the time Bullshit. I, mean, I mean he's very kind to them you couldn't find me audio of him being rude to a fan unnecessarily this week it, it didn't yeah. happen pussy dave um, uh, he's not and he's not there's no way it's not possible i mean he's out there he doesn't block anybody he doesn't have anybody right. block. well i don't want to hear you sucking his cock anymore I don't know, um, and, fi- and finally i mean 
Visionless Dave uncovered the ticket controversy. I mean, tickets were bought at 9.46 a.m., 15 minutes before 10 a.m. So, you know, I estimate when the tickets went live at 10 o'clock, okay. maybe there was 10 or 15 tickets. And, and okay. even Kirk said it. Could you could you also tell me that on when um, they sold the tickets when Steve Robinson was in charge too? Because I guarantee you that happened as well. Guaranteed. There's no oh, yeah. way that this is the first time yeah. that this has happened. Yeah, and I don't want to spend much time yeah. on it. So what, what, what's – I just wanted to point it out? out there. He stuffed it up. Kirk admitted it. You know, Dave Cullinane is so dumb. He said on air he gave you, the link to certain Minna fans early. So, do you I – mean, okay, but do you remember? Can you Can you think back to when Steve Robinson gave out the ticket link to everybody in his KMS show thread on Twitter? His little DM group. He yeah, gave them saying, all the. No, the, no, no. Hold on, hold on. He gave them the link to the Matawaska show, and they all had first dibs. I have zero problem with with that. If you have zero problem with what Dave Cullinane did, I mean that's by far worse. What Steve two wrongs don't make a right. They were both wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you've been sucking Steve Robinson's dick all no, week. No, no, I don't want to defend Steve anymore. I'm just saying oh, Dave stuffed this up. It's just you know added to the oh, list. Um, oh, a- anything else you want to add to like show takes? I'm, I've got a few more from the rest of the week. I do. Yeah, I've got it. So the the Baby Dave song. Um, how bad was it for you hearing it twice? I actually really enjoyed it because it was so bad. So I actually appreciate Harrison sending that tweet, <laughs> but that song is so bad. What did you think of the song? It was terrible. Yeah. And, and I, when Harrison said like after 30 seconds, it gets good. Didn't get good after no. like at all. No, no. Two minutes. It was not good. It was not good anywhere. Now I think, I don't know this, but I have a speculation, wild speculation. I think that was Kevin from Bristol. Ooh, Interesting. I, Interesting. I'm, I'm purely speculating here, but when I tweeted about that song, made a joke about that song, he was one of the first people who replied. And then there was another joke, and he was one of the first people who replied. I think my guy Kevin from Bristol was behind that song. I have to go and listen to it again, and now give it a listen in my head. Yep. Um, at this point, Kirk brought up that he's asked Harrison to edit all of the interviews question and answer for him and he hasn't got it yet. And uh, again, uh, it's just, it's just Kirk. It's his own fault. I mean, Harrison's not a podcast producer. He's a graphic designer. I'm not sure why Kirk is so fucking dumb to get Harrison to do this. Is it just, I mean, what, what's the benefit to it? Not having somebody with more experience. Like, I I often wonder, like, in these situations, what's the reasoning? It wouldn't be he's not trying to sabotage himself because that wouldn't make any sense. This is a huge business venture for him and Barstool. Mm. So it's not that. What are the benefits to having a producer with no experience who can learn on the job? There's no benefit. There's, There's no, no benefit. benefit. There's no benefit for this sort of production. And uh, I, I can't go. I'm just so annoying. I mean, it's like, you know, if I get to do this summer tour, I will help Kirk work through these issues. And, and I pointed out to Visionless Dave, and you didn't hear it, but I, no, I find I it really ironic that, you know, Kirk spent his whole time at EEI criticizing program directors for not doing their job when Kirk sucks as a boss, sucks as a leader. And and the shoe's on the other foot now, and he's just as bad as all those program directors at EEI. All Kirk's got for him is a talented on-air 
personality. It's really hard to do both jobs. And I agree that um, others would probably have better leadership skills, but they would be people who went to school for that specifically. You know, for where Kirk's talents are, you can't really go to school for it. You're just kind of blessed with it. And unfortunately, when you get into the management side of those things, it's not really, it doesn't work out great for the business, but it's great content for mm. us to react to. What about Kirk pretending to be Rogan to Shanahan? That was great story. To just to pile on to what I think he might have tried to do, like, you know, the previous weekend, trying to get that information, Alex Guerrero. Like, it's just wild to picture him on the weekend just being like, yeah, I guess I'm going to text this guy because I got a new phone. We'll see where this goes. And then the balls to set up the phone call, to have the phone call, to think you're going to pull it off. I mean, that's incredible, man. That's absolutely incredible. Oh, I, I like the way Shanahan just said, Kirk, I know it's you. I listened to your show. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can you imagine? No, no, this is Rogan. This is Rogan. Like, what do you, <laughs> what would he do? I can't believe. And think about how many times he might be doing this and he's not actually telling us, right? Like there's the Kevin Cullen and impression. <laughs> like he must do this all the freaking time just for fun. I bet you he does it for fun just to bust their balls. That's crazy. I love it. <laughs> That's wild. And when he called into Mutt's show this week. Oh. oh, that's why I think – I really think that Mutt is coming back. I think Mutt's contract is getting done at, e, done at EEI. I think he's going to – they're going to do something. They'll find a way. Because Mutt could also do a lot for them when it comes to the gambling and the, the baseball side of content too. I'm not saying he'd be somebody that would be a content creator like Carabas, but, I mean, he's he'd be better for, for gambling and Barstool. He could do the ponies. Awesome. He could handle the ponies for Absolutely. Barstool. Do they have a ponies guy? No, no. You know I mean, Australians love horse racing. I don't know if you know this, but it's like we're really? obsessed with it. Yeah, it's huge really? here. Wow, massive. No, that's incredible. Everyone has a punt on the the horses or the or the greyhounds. It's huge. Well, then, I mean, this is what they need. They need to tap into the Australian market. Maybe I don't know. Man. Mm, that's true. Mud my, my used to mention sometimes he, he, you know, like he knew he'd have a bad night when he was like, still up for the Aussie races to start or something. <laughs> That would be great. That would be phenomenal to get him involved. I love hearing him. Everything, every time Kirk brings him up, it just sounds like everything's going really well with that. So that's awesome. Mm. Oh man. Um, any other um, show takes from the week? Um, the the Susan Waldman caller. Um, I really like that guy. He's got good attitude. There's a little bit. He's a little bit of a talker. So my advice to him would be when you call in next time, a little bit more. I talk, you talk. You know, I'm a fan of that manners. Um, so if he can do that a little bit, I mean, he's already, I already told Ziggy that this guy is coming out of nowhere and he's taking that spot that Ziggy had as far as a good call with good rapport with Kirk, this Susan Waldman callers got it. So I'm interested to see what his next call is. I really like him. Yeah. Good caller. Agree. Good caller. Um, and then my last take is more of a personal question for you, Menners. Um, do your kids like, do they not act right at home? Do they act better on the road? This this whole thing. I don't have kids, so I'm questioning. Like, when when Kirk is saying that Cullinan's kids are just they just can't act right in the house. He thinks that's really weird. Like, is that a real thing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my kids are a bit older, so I'm past that. But certainly, kids are a better behave for other people in other people's houses, and they give you all the shit when they're at home. So okay. that's a valid thing, I think. Well, see, look at you not giving Cullinan a hard time. Look at that. We can all get along. 
I mean, I, I imagine Cullinane's a great parent because he Very and his solid. kids are on a similar intellectual level, so oh, they would have a, a ball uh, together. Wow. <laughs> wow. i got a few other things then. I, I thought it was funny when Dave Portnoy used the um, example of, you know, making fun of people and them taking it the right way, um, calling Mike a blind fuck. Like, Portnoy is in his own world. He would know, have no idea that he virtually pushed blind Mike to a nervous breakdown, and then he uses – Blind Mike in this example of someone who can take it. Right. And he's given Kirk advice on, you know, how to not handle things when Murchison's <laughs> coming after him and then doing the complete opposite when you got people coming after him. Like, he's an incredible act. Like, I love watching his stuff. I don't know where he comes up with it. I know he's not keeping track of his takes or his stance or whatever he's doing. Pornoy is a wild dude, and he's getting crazier on Twitter too. I don't know if this is going to lead to a big <laughs> meltdown. But he is his tweets, even his sports takes, are insane right now. So I I don't know what's going on with him, but it, it's getting to him when he starts bringing in Blind Mike and talking that talk like that. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, and he's just so oblivious to the fact that, uh, like Mike may not have gone to Business Insider, but he's right. also like, uh, you know, mortally and emotionally wounded by what Portnoy did because it's just another male figure that he looked up to in his life that's disappointed him. You know, his dad did it. You know, he's now he's Portnoy, his hero, Bastels, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, Kirk pushed him out. Oh, my God. Like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I loved I loved listening to that. Portnoy, anytime it's going to keep coming in, they'll keep getting drops. Hopefully they get uh, Mike Portnoy in. That's what they need to do. They get, need to get Mike Portnoy in studio, take calls, talk about Dave, talk about the trial, like talk about the case. Like they got to get him in there, take phone calls. They need Mike Portnoy back in there. Yeah. Toilet paper on the shoes. Um, yep. Bring that up again. Uh, yep. What else? What do you wear to bed? Uh, Dave just wears boxes and a T-shirt. What do you wear? Yeah, I'm a boxers guy. Like, yeah, you just go to bed. Like spot on. Like got to be comfortable. Don't want to overheat. You can just throw another layer on if you need to, but you don't want to overheat at the start. And you got to be ready when it's go time, matters. You know this. When it's go time, you got to be ready for go time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Do you have an electric blanket? I don't. No. Yeah, they're the best. Um, you know, because uh, I'll lose power and then I won't have a. I'll be cold. I, that's I can't true. Have that. Yeah, I can't do that. What do you yeah, need an electric blanket for in, in Australia? How cold is it really? Well, get? not in summer. You know, you use it for like five months of the year, but then you can sort of sleep naked or just with boxes on. And I prefer sort of naked. Like maybe I'll get in bed with boxes, but then throw them out soon after. Yeah, get rid of them. Yeah, you don't need those things. Toss them out. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm also uh, just happy to go to the Masters with Kirk. I don't know if you remember, he said I can't find anyone to go with. Happy to do that. We could sort of sync it up with the tour. Uh, actually, the dates don't work. It's much earlier. But look, to go, I'd love to go to the Masters. So I, I'd do. I'd take one on the chin and fly over twice. Well, I mean, if he ever listens to this, I don't know if he ever will. But if he does, I think he'll probably take you up on that. That sounds like a great offer. I know I would. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's just out there. You know, I'll produce the tour, do the Masters. Uh, I could see like a twin. Selfless. I could see like a twins movie poster coming with that, where you guys are both dressed the same way at augusta maybe get a photo of that that would be oh, a nice little be so cute up. wouldn't it that be great absolutely uh, be like you know um i'm sort of like a shorter fatter version of kirk um, right right you're holding your ice cream or whatever yeah just, <laughs> sitting there like a kid oh that would be great oh man gig would have fun making memes of that <laughs> <laughs> that would be great uh, uh, you, you you mentioned before about harrison audio editing and 
You said, are they serious? Why? I mean, the only thing that I was at one point this week when they were talking about the tour, I, I sort of did start to think, is KMS just a money laundering operation? Like, <laughs> is it just uh, like, are they actually like running at a loss? So Kirk's got some oh. funky tax thing going on. Um, so he's intentionally hiring oh. idiots like Cullinane to lose money so he can write it off. That's and a great. Is there something funky going on? That's a great theory. I, I fully, no, I fully support this. This is a money laundering operation for sure. You can imagine Kirk watching Goodfellas or one of those films one night and right. his brain ticking. Oh, fuck, I could turn this whole podcast into a, an oh, operation. Absolutely. He's probably the money guy who set this thing up like Ozark. Like he's just got this whole thing set up for like you, you start a couple of podcasts and yeah, you lose 29K here. And that starts this <laughs> or that or whatever else. I could totally see him breaking this thing down. Massive Full. cash operation, like all those rooms, empty rooms in the studio are not empty, yeah. but filled with like um, immigrants like Jay, like counting yep. counting notes and stocking them up casino he had, style. He had Justin wash the money through mm. the food truck business and then it came back around. I could totally see this. This fucking Maybe that's happened. why Justin was pushed out because he knew yep. too much. Yeah, this is what happened. Yeah. Wow. I think we've uncovered something. (laughs) Well, that's all my takes. Let's get into, um, well, we don't actually have many questions uh, this week. Uh, We've got one review. This is from Survivor Fan Forever. Show would be perfect without Menas. I have no idea who Kirk Minahan is, but I like the show regardless. Ten stars for Red, zero stars for Menas, evens out to a five. Wow. Look at that. Lone Star, you say, huh? Wow. I know Texas loved me. I don't know who that could Survivor fan forever, so he loves us. Um, oh. And that's it. Ted Sarandis asked um, Dave, and this was to VD, would you ever consider joining Menace and Red for a three-man show sometime? Dave didn't want me to ask this. I mean, Dave begged to come on the show. Um, it just never happened. And, you know, Red and I are really happy with the way things are going. Um, I know. Yeah. It's, there's a huge difference between Minifandom and Minahandom. There's a big no, we don't need like, uh, We don't need the sort of energy brought down. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. All right. Keep it moving. So, no, we don't yeah. need VD to suck the energy out of the room. Well, um, it starts off so slow all the time. Slow. And then he's taking you through the God's prayer or something. No, it's, it's like, what are we doing here? There's no way he's still listening. Well, I don't know how much I don't know how much time we spent here today, Menners, but I can tell you this: I don't think I would ever spend two hours at a blockbuster, and I don't know if you spent a, a majority of time at a blockbuster or a movie store back in the day. You and I mm-hmm. are both pretty old, but um, you ever spent two hours renting videos? I never spent two hours, but I loved blockbuster. We had a blockbuster, you know, like okay. a few hundred meters from my house, and. You know, Saturday night going up to the blockbuster and picking your movies out, your video cassettes, was a thrilling, um, thrilling occasion. And you know, I loved it so much. I actually, um, you know, I used to wait till the sort of they finish with signs or posters and say, you know, when you finish with that, you know, like they'd have the the little pop up cardboard things. I would like to say, oh, can I have that when you finish? So I used to collect um, oh, stuff from the cool. blockbuster. Oh, yeah, big video shop fan. I know. I just couldn't imagine spending two hours there. That is, that is banana land. But I mean, that's basically IMDb now. Is you can just go on there mm. and learn all that stuff too. So people are surfing around doing the same thing, just doing it from home. Oh. 
Absolutely. So uh, what are we thinking for this week on the show then, KMS-wise? Obviously, Kirk's going to come in hot after this interview. Uh, I thought overall last week was a great week. Um, Great week. A lot of material for next week. You need to have KFC. You need to have that conversation with KFC on the show. I think they almost got to it on Thursday. You got to have it. And it would be great to get Mike Mike Portnoy in um, this week. It would be phenomenal. I think he'd be great. Good to check in on the old man, talk about his son, and have the fans call in and have him react. I think that would be funny. Yeah, and Fred yeah. Couples is never coming on the podcast. I think we know now that's Oh, done. no, no, no. Oh, Colin going to get this done. He's no, going to get no it done. Way. He's got Riggs it done. Riggs will get past. it done. Riggs will get it done. No. You know, the, I reckon the best best case scenario, like Couples goes on foreplay and Riggs says to Kirk, that's why don't you come on and do the interview? In a short amount of time, in a shorter amount of time, he's gotten more guests, more high-profile pro, guests than Steve Robinson ever did. So I don't know what to tell you. He just aspires to be better. You just got to catch – you got to ride the wave. Join mm. me. Let's go. And do you, think the there's a, do, do you think there's a use-by date for Clemming or Clemmer? Do you think uh, – you know, do you think there's a chance um, he's pushed out of Friday's shows? I think if this keeps going the way it's going, Kirk's going to keep needling him. I think Clemmer has to have a little bit of a breakdown. Not a breakdown, but he has to uh, – really push back on Kirk this week. If he doesn't, I think Kirk's going to try to ride him out because Kirk has been like setting traps on Tuesdays and Wednesdays show leading up to Clemmer and he's trying to get Clemmer pissed off and Clemmer won't do it. So Chris has got to react. He's got to push back. Otherwise I think Kirk might push him out the door. Yeah. We need a bit of fire and brimstone from the Clemmer. Mm -hmm. Need it big time. So he's going to have to flex a little bit. We'll see if yeah, I, I think I think things could get a little bit hot in the next couple of weeks because Kirk's kind of gone up and he's I think he's gone down. Like started the week saying he loves doing the show, ended the week saying he hates it. And usually when he says he hates it, that hangs around for a while. It's not something that just okay after the weekend he's he's ready to go. Absolutely, yeah. So I think I think things will get turned up a little bit. I think Dave will get a little bit more annoying for him. Um, February can always be tough like this too in New England. Uh, yeah, I think there's, there's some heat coming for sure. Are you okay? You're doing some weird mouth stuff. Were you doing lines of blow or something before we got on? Or like some uh, meth? No. Meth? Is to give no. you some meth? No, I'm thirsty though. I need some okay. water. Okay, great. We'll just keep talking then. Um, <laughs> where were you on the Judson call? I mean, I've said my take, but everyone seemed to say, you know, Tuesday's show was a, uh, an all-timer. It was great. It was phenomenal. Now, I saw on Twitter, were you joking that you actually agreed with uh, our possible Oh, yeah, no, he's, well, Judson was right about the vaccine. I don't want to get into it about that well, right what? now. But I don't want to get political, but I mean, he's, know, he's talking a smart about guy. gun into the air? Like, come on. Come oh, no, on. those analogies were, were terrible, but well, terrible. he's right. You, you know, you no. should all be held down and vaccinated. <laughs> Whatever. Like, that That aside, it was, it was great. I just wish he didn't block all of us because this would have been a lot of fun for the next couple of weeks, but oh well. But I mean, he was a total crazy person, Manners. You have to agree mm. with that. Yeah, absolutely. But I He's think he, he was a great lunatic for that okay. interview. And what I liked about the interview is he kind of went all in. I know he blocked everyone afterwards, and that's fine. Probably Googled Minahan and Barstool and went, okay, I'm going to just block all these people, which 
if you're running for Congress, it's actually probably the safe thing to do. So I'm not yeah, knocking it's just odd to do the appearance then. It's but like, then I thought it, at least he did the appearance and he played along. Yeah. He bit back. Um, so excellent to him. I love the look you're rocking. I know this is audio only because it's more intimate. But, you know, you're looking, you know, the glasses, the beanie, the, the, the disheveled, you know, looking really good, Red. Uh, it's a shame people can't see this. Um, I know. I'm so you know, I've, been with, I'm... I've been with two Minifan sex symbols today. Listen, you you got to look at Lauren Lynn. I'm sorry, okay? I'm she sorry that looked, she went. She looked hot. Like, well, this amazing. is what I'm saying, yeah. And so then. And tiny, right? tiny, tiny, tiny right. little package. Amazing. Okay. Incredible. So I'm, I'm grossed out. Don't do that ever again. But I'm saying I can't then come on afterwards. This is this is a tough look when she goes first. I need to go first and she goes second. So the next time you're scheduling, scheduling us in your schedule, have me go first and then have her. No, 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 it's better this way because this kind of brings me down now. Okay, so, there we go. Thank you. Um, all righty. Well, I guess we'll, we'll wrap things up. Just just want to ask a few things, all the men of fans out there. I really want to push this campaign for me to be tour producer. So I'm, I'm looking for support from the men of fans on social media and stuff. And, and the, the, the Jerry Callahan show, you know, I want to help them out. Um, that's not a passion project, but. Uh, I just, when I hear Montante on there, you know, I used to listen to Jerry on EI. I just feel so sorry for him being in that position. You know, it's, it's a sort of a pity offer. Um, but I think I could turn that show around. I need the Meta fans to, to, to get on, get on board and share your, share your love. Um, yeah, let's get, make this happen. Let's do it. If anybody can turn that thing around, you can, I know you can. That's a lot of work mm. to distance yourself from Montante. That's going to be really hard. But I know you can do it. A Super Bowl pick? You want to throw one out there? Um, we're going to go Bengals. Um, I believe they're the underdog still, technically. Probably not by much, though. I think money's going to come in. I'm going to do my best impression here. Money's going to be coming in on Sunday night, right up to kickoff, to get the Bengals close to an even game. I can feel it. But I'm going to say, Bengals, give me those points. Let's go. Awesome. Well, that's another great week of Minna Fandom. Red and I will get together again soon. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Leave a review. Um, you know, tweet the show that you want me to be the tour producer. Uh, and, yeah, Menas to KMS 2022. See you, Red. <laughs>